The woman, pale with fright, hurried through moonlit woods, stumbling, breathing heavily, trying not to cry out. The cloth obi, which ordinarily wrapped around her waist several times to hold her kimono together, was half undone. It trailed the ground behind her, catching on fallen branches. Her kimono threatened to open altogether. Behind her, she heard rude laughter. One of the three men called to the others. Takeno! Yojimon! This way, Chojiro, a laughing voice replied. Over here! No! shouted the voice of the one called Chojiro. This way, I see her. Panicked, she fell, drew her long obi inward so that it would not trip her again, then rose and dashed onward. The laughter behind her grew louder. She could not outdistance them. Somewhere up ahead, she heard the mournful notes of a shakuhachi, a heavy bamboo flute. She ran toward the sound, thinking it might be a priest playing for the moon's sake or for his night's meditation but the sound echoed weirdly under the canopy of evergreens, confusing her about the direction to run. She dropped the end of her loose obi, and it caught on something, coming off entirely. She did not try to retrieve it, but held the front of her kimono closed with both hands and continued forward. When the three men happened on the obi, one of them, Chojiro, the thickly built fellow, picked up one end. He sniffed it, grinning some more. Now she will be easier to get at, said Yojiemon, a man younger and prettier than the other two, but somehow more cruel in appearance. Chojiro let go of the obi and tried to scan the dark woods. Due to the fact that he was somewhat overweight, he breathed harder than the others. The third man, Takeno, was the least winded by the chase. He was the strongest in appearance, in a lean and wolfish manner. All three men bore two swords apiece, proof that they were samurai and not common ruffians. But they were drunk, as befits no samurai of merit. Takeno, the quieter of the three, raised his hand and pointed in the direction of a momentary flash of color in the moonlight. The three were off again, leaving the woman's obi snaked across a bush. She was hiding behind a thick tree, trying not to let her breath be heard. The men passed by so close, she smelled their sweat and the wine they had been drinking. They did not go far before stopping, looking left and right. Chojiro was most befuddled by the sake. You saw her go this way? He asked, panting. You sure? Takeno did not answer. What Takeno sees is certain, said Yojiemon. Where can she hide? asked Chojiro. A matter of pride that we catch her especially after she kicked Takeno that way. Takeno has an iron groin, said Yojiemon. Still, she escaped before we could finish our business with her. Not real men if we let her go. New notes from the shakuhachi drew the woman out. She ran toward the sound again, and the men saw her. Hoi! Hoi! shouted Chojiro, who led the chase in clumsy bounds. The sleek samurai and the one with young, cruel visage and mirth followed casually. The echoing music confused her again. She dashed in a new direction and was cut off. The three men surrounded her.
Yojiamon's laughter did not abate. Chojiro smacked fat lips lustfully, nearly drooling. Takeno kept quiet, but was the most frightening for that. You want her, Chojiro? asked Yojiamon. Prove you know how. I will, said Chojiro as he untied his hakama, the split skirt worn over his kimono. He placed his long and short swords against a tree while doffing the hakama, then began to untie his kimono's obi. The woman lunged not away from Chojiro, but toward him, grabbing for his swords by the tree. Takeno was quick to kick her away, but she had managed to get the short sword in her hand. She unsheathed it. Yojiamon's cruel laughter was louder. Neither he nor Takeno moved to help Chojiro.